This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. Minutia Man is up next, where we talk about COVID's Castle of Dracula fun. But first, listen to this other great OPI show. I'm Rick Kemper. I'm Adam Howitt. And we're the co-hosts of Free Kicks, a show about international and particularly English Premier League soccer. On an all-new Free Kicks. This week we discuss the Panenka. Plus my favorite feature, guess the Premier League star. Listen to Free Kicks on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. And because it's football, try doing it without using your hands. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. You look great, <laughs> Rick. You uh, are just what have you done? I love what you've done to this place. I see your liquor cabinet. Yeah. Um Yeah. Th- they're all they're still full, they're, more or less. No, yeah. they're really not. Uh, actually, I think they're different bottles of possibly the same yeah, brand. Could I, be. I think the Gallo Vermouth is the only one that yeah. is about the same. Uh, uh, the Uzo, also untouched. The Canadian yeah. Club, yeah. that's a new bottle, isn't it? No, that one's, that's my... Uh, that That's my... Special occasion? No, that's for company. Oh, the, and the, you haven't had any company. Right. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, well, we're back in the studio. Well, everybody. I have company now. Yeah. Uh, this is very exciting. I have a uh, an actual guest in the studio <laughs> with me, and it, it's Dave. Um, I thought, because this is a new beginning, yeah. right? We just got our five shows, or our five-year show yeah. is done, mm-hmm. right? Figure now that I, we're back in the studio for the yeah. first time, it's it's like a rebirth. It's it a Minutiaman rebirth. And I got you a little plant. And I think that this, <laughs> I think I would like to keep this plant here, okay. and we can nurture it. Together. It, it, it looks like asparagus. <laughs> it yeah. does. It's a lucky bamboo. Okay. Oh, it's a bamboo plant. Yes, it's a lucky yeah. bamboo. And um, you need to, I'm looking, God, they make this really small. Uh, it needs to be in filtered light, no direct sunlight, and moderately moist soil, never soggy, which is kind of like you. Thank you. <laughs> never soggy. Yeah. But I figured, yeah, that let's let our... You know, because I know we are going to grow for the next five years. We are really going to, our ra- our range is going to really, yeah. we're going to really extend that. So, okay. But, you know, we could make, uh, we could make ballots out of that. <laughs> yeah. The bamboo fibers. Bamboo violet. Yeah. Mike Lindell's actually in front of your house right now <laughs> looking for the bamboo file fibers. Well, I have a present for you too. Uh, it's a little baggy here. Now, uh, this is something that uh, is very dear to my heart. Okay. Uh, this is, this was my father's. Oh, all right. And uh, when he passed away, it was given to me. Um, and I've had three sons that I could have uh, used this for, right. but none of them. It, well, okay, it's let still, me see. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, hold on. Let me put down the mic. <clears throat> oh, it's really nicely wrapped in a Portillo's bag. Thank you. <laughs> oh. Oh, it's an Illini Dad sweatshirt. Yes. Oh, that is. And it's worn to. You know what? I smell liquor on it. I well, smell schnapps, yeah. peppermint. Sh- it was from your dad, right? It was my dad's, yeah. Um, well, this is great. And why it's so apropos is my daughter, Lila, just committed to the University of Illinois. That's right. So now I'm an Illini Dad. You are. Right. Which, and, I, and I have had three shots at that and I'm over three. So, so I I guess I'm really not ever going back to college, right? Once you get the Illini dad yeah. sweatshirt. Yeah, uh, yeah, but now you've got an excuse to wear all your Illini stuff again. Because I'm sure you're the same size. 
Yeah. Well, where's uh, Eckhart's orange pants or the orange uh, overalls? No, yeah, he, uh, I bought that shirt for him. Yeah. And it was, you know, because uh, he bucks. went there too. Yeah. My dad went there too. Um, so it, I was hoping that there'd be a third generation yeah. University of Illinois, but Tommy uh, didn't want to go there. Johnny never considered it. Yeah. And Sean just chose Northern Illinois over okay. Illinois. And so, well, we it's go. very nice. And um, what I like is the politically incorrect Indian is not on it. Well, that's right. That has been. I next. was so far ahead of my time. <laughs> so that shirt right there is 40 years old. probably. Yeah. 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 40 years old. Well, thank you. That's yeah, very nice. You're welcome. Uh, so I've, I've always wanted to give you a 40 year old shirt. And now I've finally done it. Well, I have my, my eye on actually those sweaters that you. Oh, I've got those too. Hey, maybe next time. Maybe next time. All right, let's let's do some show. You got uh, some minutia to share. Yeah, with we us? got. Um, are you gonna? I forget how to do this now. Are okay. you gonna do a jingle yeah, here? Sure. Or no. Okay. This week's minutia with Rick and Dave. So this is from our health desk, but it's from our Australia bureau. Okay. Right. I don't know if we've ever done a a, a story from the Australian bureau. Brisbane woman wakes up with Irish accent. After tonsil surgery, <laughs> when Angie Yen woke up on April 28th, it felt like just another morning. But when the 27-year-old dentist got into the shower and started singing something she always does, something was weird happened. She was shocked when she heard that she was singing in a foreign accent that sounded very Irish. So an Irish accent. Okay. Now she's Angie Yen. And I'm not racially profiling, but not something, not somebody you would think would have a... An Irish accent. Right. Or an Australian accent. (laughs) That's true. That is true. So now this actually is something that, whereas it doesn't usually happen after tonsil surgery, there is something called foreign accent syndrome. Have you ever heard of this? Yeah, my mom has it. Uh, She had her tonsils (laughs) taken out and she's been speaking in a German (laughs) accent ever since. Oh my God, my mom did too. (laughs) But so this is actually kind of a real thing, and it can actually be um, indicative of a brain injury or something. But it's oh, not. Geez. That's not the. Yeah, we're not going to go down that path. No, because the new lucky bamboo yeah. plant would not allow us to no, go no, down yeah. the dark path. We're all positive here. Um, but what I want to do, because you have a rubber voice, <laughs> right? I, I'm no Richard Epcar, uh, one of our guests recently. Uh, but what I want to do is I want to start a new bit, and it's going to be called Rick's Rubber Voice. Oh, great. So I have a little, I went online and I've got a little wheel generator and I put in some countries. <laughs> great. And I'm going to spin the wheel and you do an accent from each of these countries. All okay. right. Are you ready? All right. Yeah, sure. All right. The sound effect's not coming, but, oh, Liverpool. I didn't mean to say we we're more popular than Jesus. <laughs> Well, the reason why I'm doing it is not to hear your accent, yeah. but what words you're choosing to use for each of these. <laughs> I go right to Beatles with Liverpool. All right. Let me do one more here. Yeah. Hold on. Chicago. Hey. Hey, uh, <laughs> all right. uh, hey so I... Uh, <laughs> hey, so, Chicago. <laughs> you know. Hey, like these... Uh, yeah. hey, uh, hey, I parked here. I put my yeah. lawn chairs here. Duh. All right. Yeah. All it's right. Uh, they're Dems and Deezes. Uh, and let the record show that I didn't want you to traipse into a racist... I didn't put any China or oh, Japanese in here. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> let's do one more here. Hold all on. right. Ready? Yeah. Russian. <clears throat> This morning, I was soaping up a wee bit of Irish spring. 
What? <laughs> I was just, I'm trying to, you know, be like, the, like the Brisbane woman, <laughs> you know, <laughs> she suddenly was Irish. <laughs> so sing in a Russian accent. No, was, uh, okay. Uh, um, or yippity doo da. Yippity doo da. Yippity day. Thank you. All right. Thank you. So there you go. Yeah, if anybody uh, is uh, have a tonsil surgery and then you wake up oh with an boy. Irish accent. <laughs> you, I didn't know you were going to do that. You are going to absolutely love this next story okay. that I have. Uh, this is about COVID shots by Dracula. Okay. This is a true story. In Bucharest, uh, AP, this is reported by the Associated Press, okay. so you know it's true. At Dracula's Castle in picturesque Transylvania, Romania. Do, do the Transylvanian answer. Transylvania. Uh, Romanian doctors are offering a jab in the arm rather than a stake through the heart. A COVID-19 vaccination center has been set up on the periphery of Romania's Brand Castle, which is purported to be the inspiration behind Dracula's home in Bram Stoker's 19th century gothic novel Dracula. Every weekend through May, vaccination marathons will be held just outside the storied 14th century hilltop castle. I've been there, actually, in Transylvania where no appointment is needed and an attempt to encourage people to protect themselves against COVID-19. And they're having fun with it, too, which is the part that I like. We wanted to show people a different way to get the vaccine needle. Alexander Priscu, the marketing manager at Brand Castle, told the Associated Press, those brave enough to get a Pfizer vaccine shot receive a vaccination diploma, which is aptly illustrated with a fanged medical worker brandishing a syringe. And they have a comedian that is there to entertain the crowd okay, sure. while they're getting their COVID shots. Oh. And I happen to have gotten a copy of that uh, performance, if you'd like. Oh, which, sure. Would you like to hear it? All right, here we go. Welcome to my home. I haven't seen so many people here since I stopped doing poker night. Why did I stop doing poker night? Somebody tried to raise a stake. <laughs> I get it. I get the stake through the heart. Oh, but seriously, after your shot, make sure you drink the water bottle, but don't bite into the plastic. You know how I feel about holy water. Holy, holy water. Oh, oh it makes me melt. <laughs> All this COVID is serious business. You know why people thought they were turning into vampires when it first spread? They were always coffin, coffin. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I sleep in one. Oh, oh, oh. hey nurse, oh who is counting the number of vaccines? Oh my you? God. Great, but don't forget to count Dracula. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, okay, enjoy your shot. As Elvis Vampire always says at the end of his shows. Uh, you know, thank I, you. Um, you know what? I don't want to jump to any conclusions here. I think that was you. What? <laughs> right. And I, I love the fact that you did this, and then you kind of forgot the routine at the end there. And rather than redo it, you're like, ah, screw it. It's fine. So, you know, this is actually kind of funny in the fact that I just got my second COVID shot a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Right. And, you know, I'm a chatty guy. Yeah. Okay. And so let, let's just say if you're ever stuck in an elevator with me, the time is going to go by quick. 
because yeah. I'm very entertaining. Yeah. So I yeah. went, you know, I got my second shot and I went into the little room at Walgreens, right? Uh-huh. And I was making conversations while the the lady was, you know, taking it out of the plastic and so whatever. To speak, yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I asked all the typical questions. How many shots have you done today? You know, have you have you stabbed anybody famous? Uh-huh. You know, whatever. Sure. She wasn't having any of it. Yeah. She wasn't even making any eye contact yeah me. you so. know these i tell you these medical workers you, a year and a half of hell and suddenly they have no sense of humor <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right so it is uh, time for another segment but before we get to that um you know we should thank the people at and friends oh they have been nothing but just sweethearts with our fifth anniversary show they're constantly talking about well, and, they, they're, yeah. and they're and they're promoing all of our celebrity guests so right yeah so thanks for that and and i guess in their most recent episode they have uh they're playing portions that feature clips of and friends when they were part of lasano and friends and we were all together we were all a part of that too so be sure to check out and friends on spotify or stitcher wherever you check out your podcast Um, but right now it's time for another feature here on our show and uh, we call this studio walls Time now for Studio Walls. And the words of the prophets were written on the studio walls. <laughs> Get it? Count Dracula? Yeah. Because they were counting. Yeah. <laughs> See yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, you, your Dracula kind of sounds like a Jackie Mason. <laughs> that, well, that wasn't me. That was the guy from Transylvania. Do a Transylvanian aardvark. <laughs> <laughs> on, on this date in 2006, Dave, Meredith Vieira left The View. Oh, okay. uh, I think you remember that. Well, um, she left to co-host the Today Show. And they put out uh, the word on NBC that they were looking for an intelligent, thoughtful, and sexy woman to replace her. Mm. So um, I can't remember who they eventually did hire. But I know that I had a suggestion for them who they should hire. Uh-huh. And you had a suggestion for them who they should hire yeah. and we both emailed their offices not knowing that the other had done so <laughs> this is pre-podcast too so we had no reason to do content right. you know? because this is what we do no matter what even if we're not on the on a show um so uh which one would you like to hear first my letter nominating you or your letter nominating me uh, first of all i want to say that i have almost no recollection of this whatsoever uh, uh let me well, it was 15 years yeah, ago um well let, why don't you read both so you pick the first one okay uh so yeah this remember that in the ad they were looking for an intelligent thoughtful and sexy woman okay. to replace her all right so this is what you wrote uh dear dear sir i think rick kemper would be the perfect replacement for meredith Vieira. granted he's a man but you should feel how soft his hands are. They feel like a baby's bottom. He's also a work-at-home dad with three boys who cooks and cleans. Isn't that sexy? As for intelligence, his sons are smart. So even though his intelligence isn't exactly on the surface, <laughs> it has to be in there somewhere or his boys wouldn't be so smart. Well, that, well, that so, was nice. It was very nice. It was nice. Okay. Uh, what did you say about me? I wrote, uh, <clears throat> dear sir, I think Dave Stern would be the perfect replacement for Meredith Vienna, Vieira. I know, I know, he's a man. However, he was nominated as Femme of the Year by his classmates on the playground. He also throws like a girl. 
Dave is a well-educated and intelligent. Dave is well-educated and intelligent. He has a master's degree in advertising and thoughtful. How many people do you know who call their mother every day to see if she's okay? As for sexy, this man is a paper salesman. If that doesn't ooze sex appeal, I don't know what does. That was way before The Office, too. Yeah, it was. So, uh, So. uh, you know what? I have absolutely no recollection of doing that. (laughs) Really? None whatsoever. Well, but I do. I mean, it. it's definitely on brand that we would do this. We did do unbeknownst this. to one another in 2016. Now we f- we figured out that we had done it because I called you to tell you that I had done it, yeah. and uh, then you said, "Well, I did it too." <laughs> well, now you might have done it after I called you to say that I had done it. <laughs> no, but it doesn't it was really exactly matter. the same time, and we were sneezing, and we had the exact same amount of mucus in our systems when I was uh, when I did it as well. Anyway, that's the story. Uh, we have a lot more show. Yeah. We have more stories to share. Uh, we've got an email that will spark another story yeah. coming up. Uh, but if you want to find out what's happening right now on Minutia Men Celebrity Interview, and, and who doesn't want to know, uh, listen to this. On this week's Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. Rick, we had the very good fortune to interview one of the greatest Chicago sports casters in history. Often suspended, lots of controversy, TV's bad boy, but a great guy, Mark Gian Greco, joins us. Listen to Minutia Men Celebrity Interview on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts, just search for Radio Misfits. I'm Sam. I'm Kimmy. And it's Tommy. <laughs> on, on And Friends, we get in touch with our roots and look back at our time on Lasano and Friends. Where the birth yeah, that's right. Make a conversation. of our friendship started. Uh, and we still talk over each other since that day. Nothing much has changed. It's a bad habit we picked up. Listen to And Friends on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. And we're back. Uh, holy water, see? Yeah, because yeah. you know, if you pour right. holy water on a vampire, that would be bad. They they melt. It's and, like psoriasis, know, right? Right. Yeah. So that's, yeah. I mean, that's a funny joke by that vampire comedian. You know, I Pretty heard damn funny. I heard nobody in that <laughs> laughing in your virtual. Well, it was outdoors. <laughs> okay. It was an outdoor festival kind of thing, you know. <laughs> uh, but boy, that holy water one—that one really got me. Uh, Rick, can yeah. I change subjects? The story sure. comes out of Kansas City, Missouri. Uh huh. Not Missouri, Missouri. Okay. And, and by the way, I'm binge watching Ozark right now. Have yeah. you seen that? Oh, that's good. It's unbelievably yeah. great. It yeah, just, it's it's something you don't want to watch right before you go to bed. It's really disturbing. <laughs> I think it's great. I the, mean, the it, drug lords, not nice guys. Well, it's very Breaking Baddy. Yeah. In a sense, but yeah. I and I love Breaking Bad. But anyways, this comes out of Kansas City. Hey, we've got we've got listeners in Kansas City. Hello Kansas City. Yeah. Uh Yes, we do. Where were uh, my screen just blank? Here we go. Just went out. It went just went out, just went on and off. Man used stolen ID to purchase a fifty-eight thousand dollar SUV, then posed for a photo at the dealership. Detectives with the Kansas City, Missouri Police Department took to a popular metro area Facebook group Tuesday with a plea to help them name and to identify a theft suspect. It appears that the fifty-eight thousand dollar SUV, which, by the way. That's a lot of money for an SUV. Yeah, that is. Uh, was purchased by a man who was using a fake ID and credit card. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, however, he made a little bit of a mistake when, you know how after you buy the car yeah. and they take a picture of you to put it on the, the board, you know, everybody's smiling. He, yeah. yeah. Well, he did that. And the cops posted that Whoops. on the, on the KC stolen Facebook page, which I assume is just a riot. And he was identified in 37 minutes. Wow. Right. Um, so I, I did a little research. I'm like, you know, are Kansas City criminals stupider than most criminals? <laughs> Could be. Well, you know what? I think they are. And I've got some stories out of Kansas City. Um, In 2015, Talon Parkins and Devin Neal decided a back-to-school event at an office supply store would be the perfect time to do some shoplifting. Okay? After all, all the store clerks would be probably busy with the the kids going back to school, right? The problem is that they picked the day that it was shop with a cop day. And there, there was 60 police officers oh, in the boy. store buying buying uh, school supplies. Oops. Uh, here's another one. Uh, in 2018, a Target store in Lenexa, Kansas, agreed to take back a printer from a dissatisfied customer. Okay. Okay. Uh, the clerk noticed some work that the customer forgot to remove from the machine, which was counterfeit bills. Okay. <laughs> the customer got his refund and sentenced to 15 years in jail for oh, counterfeiting. Oh, uh, boy. I got. Well, I've got actually several of these, but we're running. You know, we're running a little late because we've got all this stuff to do. Don't you hate it when you suffer a heart attack and think you're going to die, so you start confessing to all the things you did, like <laughs> yeah. a 17 year old murder? Oh no! Well, this happened to James Washington. The bad part, or the the sad part, is he was having acid reflux and not a heart attack, and he confessed to a 17 year old murder and went to jail. Now, so, let me ask you this: as somebody who has actually been hospitalized for, for psychosomatization, yeah. yeah. um, uh, did you no. ever think about confessing <laughs> never, to anything? Never. I mean, that would be the last thing right, I would do right. is confess to anything. No, was. exactly. I mean, what is the... I mean, at that point, it's like, really, is it going to really... If it's a priest, okay. Uh, yeah. But, but a uh, cop, <laughs> no. Uh, All right. So... Well, I like that. That's very nice. Yeah. So so if you're going to Kansas City... Yeah. Uh, and you're a criminal. Yeah. You'll fit right in. All home. right. So if you're even like a moderately stupid uh, criminal, you could rule Kansas City. <laughs> yeah, you'd be a you'd be a lord. Okay, you'd be uh, you'd be the, the well. Speaking the, of lords, I'm going to take you to jolly old. Um, and I'll admit to you in advance, there's some there's some holes in this story, but uh, it is a legitimate newspaper story in the Daily Mirror in England. Um, is that so, the one that has the naked women on page? Three? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> so reputable. Yeah, very reputable. Too. A uh, TikTok user, Thea Loveridge, said after she and her partner gave birth to their son, she discovered that he had been cheating on her the whole time she was pregnant huh. with his ex, who she claims was causing drama in their relationship, which I, I think probably clear. Yeah. Shortly after she found out about his cheating, he ended up going to jail. Okay. Now. That's this is the first He's hole a great in the guy. story because they don't really explain why he went to jail. So that's a, a bit of a hole, but uh, it, it's apparently not relevant to the story. Here's the part that was during the time that he was in, being incarcerated. Uh, Taya's partner um, was getting these messages from his ex girlfriend, wondering where she was, where he was. Why aren't you answering me? Why aren't you answering? So, me? So it was the text on his phone. On and she his had phone. the phone. Okay, yeah, like what, where are you? What what's going on? But instead of telling her the truth about what happened, she messaged her and told her that he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> and she didn't stop there. 
After getting his sister to go along with her plan, his sister... That's another hole in the story, (laughs) right? Uh, But his sister went along with the plan. They held a fake funeral for him and even sent out photos of the service. And it's been three years since, and she still thinks that he's dead. And apparently, this ex-girlfriend posts little tributes every year on her Facebook page <laughs> to the love of her life, how sorry she is that she couldn't be there when he died to save her. Oh, that's great. Now, this isn't going to work forever. <laughs> no. Unless he went to prison for life. Right, right. He's going to get out of prison. Oh, right. So I have a suggestion for what she should start telling people right before he comes out of okay. prison. I think he should start telling people that he was visited by that she is visited by a zombie of him. <laughs> and he is saying that he's going to track down all of his ex-girlfriends, tell them he was in prison, and when they least expect it, he's going to eat their brains. <laughs> and he's only sparing this girlfriend because she's the mother of his right, child. Right. Right. And, and then put in there, and he looks so real, not like those TV zombies. <laughs> I have a feeling that's going to work. You know, um I don't know why I just thought of this, uh, but bad excuses, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. I just thought of, remember when you were in college yeah. and um, you called in sick to your class or you couldn't take an hourly yeah. or something, yeah. a quiz or whatever. Yeah. And you said, well, I'm really sick. And the professor's like, yeah, that's fine. Uh-huh. But you went and did your the Rick Kempfer radio yeah. show in the afternoon yeah. uh-huh. at the drive time. And you obviously were not aware that Rick Kempfer radio was must listen for all the professors <laughs> at the was, University of Illinois. Did not know that. Right. No. And then, and then, did she call you while you were on the air? No, she uh, <laughs> called me the next day and told me not to come back to class. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. That, but, uh, but you had that midnight oil uh, Joan Jet seg <laughs> that I am going to remember forever. That was such a humiliating moment. Uh, I could I could be in Kansas City. That's how stupid right. that was. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, it's it's time for another feature. A random name pulled out of Rick's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. Now, we could do the feature again because you're here, yeah, here. and there's a jar. But th- in this case, I'm going to do an email because I got an email this week that said, did Rick ever tell the Robert Urich story? Now, the reason we got oh, that Because we talked it, on the last show. There was a mention of it, right? Yeah, we right. played the uh, Charmian Carr right. thing. Right. And in there, I said, you know, that there's a Robert Urich story. I'll tell it another time. But I, don't, I never have told okay. that story. So they requested that I tell the story. And here, here's the story in a nutshell. Uh, Robert Urich, who I don't know if you guys remember Robert Urich. He was Vegas, in Vegas, right? Wasn't he? He was in Vegas. He at one time was in more television series than any other actor in history. Really? Because he, he starred in like SWAT and he was, you know, he was one of the love uh, boat captains. And, you know, he's he'd yeah. done a million things. If you saw him, you'd know him. Good hair. Immediately. Great hair. Yeah. He went to college with John Landick, yeah. and they were buddies. I mean, they 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 went to the parties together. They hung mm-hmm. out when they came to when John came to Chicago. Robert Urich was working at Channel Nine in the like, the advertising department. He was doing commercials and stuff like that. And they hung out. They would watch the Oscars and you know mm-hmm. do whatever. Well, <clears throat> obviously, at some point, he lost touch with him. And Robert Urich goes to L.A. and becomes a big star, and there's no way to get a hold of him anymore. So when I became John's uh, producer, and I heard this story, 
I thought, well, I got to figure out a way to reconnect mm-hmm. these guys. So I know how to do this. And I called all the proper channels. And I finally got a hold of Robert Urich, who was doing a uh, television show at that time. And I asked him if he would come on the show. Mm-hmm. And when I called his house, they got it, I eventually got his house number. I talked to his wife. Mm-hmm. And his wife was one of the girls from Sound of Music. Oh, my. Really? Louisa. Uh, Heather Menzies was the yeah. actress's name. Now, I didn't know this while I was talking to her. I had no idea. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so I talked to her and then got Robert Urich on and and we arranged the whole uh, thing. So he called into the show. They had a great reunion and everything. And while he was on with John, uh, John says, well, how's how's Heather? Yeah. He goes, oh, well, she's fine, you know. And, and, and I, I start looking up on uh, the, the Google machine yeah. about uh, about Heather Menzies and I see that uh, about Robert Urich and I see that Heather is the is, is the one right. from Sound of Music and I'm like oh my <laughs> god you could hear me on the air oh my god <laughs> because I had uh, spoken to one of the girls in the Sound right. of Music and that was how how much before the love scene with Liesl it was about a year before really? that yeah so so you're kind of a Sound of Music it's it's uh, embarrassing. Horror. It's yeah. embarrassing, but it's true. Yeah. All, right. All right, if people want to listen to our uh, Minutiaman celebrity interview this week, we kind of we kind of tackled new ground this week, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, Rick, do you um you have a Big Bang Theory? Yeah, show yeah. and you, you remember you know the scenes where over there in the comic shop, sure. yeah, yeah, and they got you know it's kind of geeky but kind of cool, right? You know, right? Well, we talked to somebody who is. Perhaps knows more about comics than anybody on Earth, possibly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we talked to Moondog Cola Bono, Gary Moondog Cola Bono. Right. And he is now, uh, he again, he is well, very well respected. In fact, he has created, he created the, the actual um, system to grade comics. Right. Right. And he yeah. also created the recently bag. sold a, a comic book for like a quarter of a million dollars. Well, well let him tell this. Okay. Story. Okay. Sure. Time now for the Celebrity Minutia Minute. Hey, you got a minute? Celebrity Minutia Minute with Rick and Dave. Let's talk about the holy grail of comic books. From 1937, the one that birthed Superman, you just sold that at auction. What I sold was one of three copies of the handmade prototype. So so before there was Action Comics number one on the newsstand, the famous image of Superman throwing the the car over his head and the crooks running away. That image was the newsstand edition. But they made three copies prior to that. And they made them to secure the trademark for the title Action Comics. And so I was fortunate enough in 1986 to buy one of these from the retired president of D.C. With the market as hot as it is right now, it was time to sell. So I sold two of my comics and I sold those earlier this month for a quarter of a million dollars. Wow. If you'd like to hear the entire interview, check out Minutia Men Celebrity Interview on Spotify, opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. Special thanks to our executive producer, Tony Lasano with opishows.com. Opi is hippo, backwards, O-P-P-I-H shows.com. Raise a steak. Get it? <laughs> you know, it was a poker game, and he was raising a yeah, steak. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't think you got the <laughs> jokes. I, it probably was lost in Transylvania. Uh, uh, tran- it was lost in Transylvania. Transylvania. 
we're uh, lucky that it was in English. I mean, imagine uh, if it hadn't been right, in English. Yeah. wouldn't even understood it. Uh, distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next well, week. And when we're back, yeah. this lucky bamboo better be thriving All when right. we come back. I, I promise. Right. We'll be back again next week for a brand new episode of... This Opie podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? I'm Howard Sudbury. And I'm Steve Baskerville. On Back to You, Steve is going to quiz me about who knows what. I know you have strong opinions about things. I have strong opinions about things as well. We're going to see if most people agree with our strong opinion. Or if we agree with one another, which we seldom do. Or if this promo ever ends. <laughs> That's on Back to You. Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. You can find Back to You on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, it's an antipasto plate full of automotive goodies, from dune buggies to service signs. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and Luke Hostable for these stories and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. <laughs>